What up, everybody? This is Jason Lee, and this is Hollywood Unlocked Uncensored. And I'm Melissa Ford, a.k.a. The Curve Queen. And it's me, Giovanni. Oh, Lord. That's right. No, 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 no. You are not going to pick yes. up that bullshit. Yes. No, we are not endorsing that little mating call. I'm endorsing it. So I don't know about you guys, but I woke up this morning feeling a little bit less numb from the from the election. And I had a conversation with a friend of mine. I won't say her name, but we were she's uh, involved with the Trump campaign. She's out there with Trump um, and she was there the night of the election. And we had a conversation. It was a sophisticated conversation. OK. This is what I said, and I'm going to slow down a little bit because this is a lot to talk about. I said to her, I don't understand where the country is going to go from here, given the divide, because it's more apparent than anything. Even when George Bush was in office, when we went and attacked Afghanistan and Iraq, although some people may not have understood why we ended up in Iraq, I mean, in Iraq, Mm -hmm. we understood retaliation for the attack that happened on American soil. So Mm -hmm. people were rallying behind President Bush, including me, I was like, let's go kill every fucking body. Mm-hmm. But I didn't mean go everywhere we weren't supposed to go. Mm-hmm. Now I said to her, I, you know, she was explaining to me her position on uh, where we were going to go and where Trump's policies are. And I and and I said to her, you see it through a white woman's perspective. You are not seeing it through a young or semi-young black gay male who doesn't know how do I fit in the equation of where this country is going? Mm-hmm. And I said, the issue right now is that a lot of people don't feel like they have the proper vehicle to express how they feel and somebody that can actually receive it and turn that into public policy that's going to shape around the shit that we go through. Mm-hmm. We talked about uh, welfare reform. We talked about affirmative action. She was questioning some of the policies around affirmative action. And I said, white people don't have the reason why we have affirmative action and we have these rights and these laws is because we didn't have access. It wasn't too long ago that we couldn't even sit in a restaurant, let alone work in a restaurant. Mm-hmm. So people are so complacent with the history that and the frustrating part is that there's so many people worried about who got the fattest ass on Instagram when they're not really worried about where the lo- closest polling place is, what rights you have or don't have. And Colin Kaepernick, we talked about him. I don't give a fuck about what anybody says. Colin Kaepernick is a hero in some regards and an asshole in others. I think he's a hero the fact that he was able to be not even being a starter, but being somebody who's kind of still in the game to take a political stand and knee, take the knee during the uh, national anthem and all that. I thought that was great that he took a stand for something he truly believed in. But then not voting. Mm-hmm. Is stupid, mm-hmm. and yeah. and he's posting shit from Malcolm X now to justify why he didn't vote. First of all, times have changed, and Malcolm X is a leader that's not here anymore. So all of us are we're all Malcolm X's. Mm-hmm. You now have the power, and so what you're saying is we're going to take our power away from the political process by not participating. That's bullshit. Right. So I just was so frustrated, but we were able to have a good call. And I said to her, I told her what our conversation was yesterday. I said, you know, Melissa mm-hmm. and I talked about it on the radio show. And I and I said to her that you all had reached out and are you're you're giving me an opportunity to, to participate in the Trump stuff and mm-hmm. and and be a part of like uh, reaching out to African Americans and other influence. But I said to her, you cannot invite us in and tell us how to tell you how we feel. Mm-hmm. You have to let us in. You have to invite Russell Simmons, the Dream Defenders. You have to invite Trayvon Martin's mother. You have to bring Colin Kaepernick. You have to bring all of the people that have a feeling right now of displaced being displaced from this current administration. To the table, and you need to let everybody express how they feel because part of getting through how we feel is being heard. Right. So today was like I, I had to wake up and just like I can either sit on the sideline and complain and be on Facebook and Instagram or I can actually jump in the process knowing that it's going to be difficult on both ends. I mean, she explained she expressed to me like how her, she felt walking out of the Trump organization mm-hmm. and people throwing stuff at her. Wow. Really? Oh, she said it's real in New York. Oh, it's right crazy. Now. It was crazy last night. Um, the blue collar team was on the freeway and experienced um, some mayhem. Police officers shooting beanbags and pellets at people in the middle of the freeway. Like it's looking like a scene out of a movie right now. It's crazy. Like, and Melissa, you almost went out that way last night, yeah? No, I was downtown. Oh. And thankfully, I left right, I'd have to say I left at 7 30. Thank God, because around, what was it, like 9, 9.30 or something like that, thousands, thousands of people were like on the fucking freeway. I mean, Andrew was just showing me, you know, a clip from, and Donjay, they were both just showing me clips from what they, you know, footage that they captured. And these cops are, you know, in full military regal, you know, yeah. and but they are bookended by thousands of people and then... Shit just starts flying 
guns start popping off. They ducked, thank God, because, you know, they're here today um, to, to tell the story. And, you know, I looked at this and you know what it reminded me of? What? That uprising in Egypt that happened back in 2011 when they were protesting um, uh, uh, the, the president, Merabak. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't think Americans ever thought that that type of civil unrest would come, would be back on this soil. Yeah. You know, because we all, we, America has a certain arrogance, you know, in terms of how we are like the superpower and, you know, the rest of the world, you know, Mm -hmm. is just kind of like, you know, second rate, you know, kind of global citizens. Mm -hmm. Nah, son. Well, let me, and let me try to, (laughs) let me try to break this down. Very different now. So this is what I said to her. I have no problem meeting with Donald Trump, the billionaire boys, and all the people that are now in there because, let's face it, and everybody watching who can say, oh, he's a coon, he's just going to follow the money. Don't get it twisted. I'm going to always follow the money, whether it's whatever situation I'm in. But that's not why I say what I say, Mm -hmm. because of the money. This is our president. I don't give a fuck what you think. You could be listening and saying this bullshit. How can you? He's the president. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that I support his policies because guess what, people? It's been 24 hours as of right now. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the fuck the policies are. I don't know what his position is. Right. I know that, like I said to her, I'll participate. But if I'm in the room with Donald Trump, if I'm in the room with Floyd Mayweather, if I'm in the room with Queen Latifah, you, whoever, mm-hmm. whoever, I support marriage equality, even though I'm gay and I don't know I'll if I ever want to get married, I believe any human being that wants, wants to, to be, be married, married has should have the same human right. Every Asian, black, white, Mexican, every American, every human being should have the same rights as everybody else within their within within their within society. I just I've I've always I've always believed that way. Now when you when you think of Hillary, Hillary was the better opponent for me because she was qualified, she's been in there and all of that. Mm-hmm. She's seen Bill go through it before. And I said to her, <clears throat> I said, you know, if a boxer, if if somebody, if I said, I'm going to get in the ring and I'm going to fight Floyd Mayweather mm-hmm. and ask the public to vote who was going to win, everybody would say Floyd Mayweather. Mm-hmm. Nobody would expect me to come out that ring without being not having the shit knocked out of me. <laughs> so if you just put it in that context, if that was a boxing ring, Donald, Hillary Clinton was Floyd Mayweather and I was Donald Trump mm-hmm. in that context. Mm-hmm. So we all believe she's going to win. Naturally, she's the most qualified, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. That didn't happen. Mm-hmm. But which makes me believe that I just saw something special on fixed elections. There's these coders that have been created by people that literally fix elections and rig elections. And it's not, and it's always, uh, you can't tell it, you can't detect it, you can't pick it up. You have to literally count the receipt yeah. versus the electronic coding. But I watched it last night, and this guy was in the Supreme Court, and it was with this big jury, and the, the judge was asking him, is there a way to fix elections? And this this hacker coder guy said, yes, I've done it for this uh, guy. This mm-hmm. I forget his name, but in Florida... And he said, can you detect this if it was done? He said, Was this back can't. in 2000? Al like, Gore and Jeb <laughs> No, I don't know. But, but here's the deal. This is part of the problem. And this mm. is, if anybody's watching, if you can get this. Before Love and Hip Hop, before Hollywood Unlocked, before Living in Hollywood, before all of that, my job that I still love, that I love my most favorite job experience in the whole world, I was a director of the largest labor unit in the country. We led national, regional, statewide campaigns. We had to build coalitions. We had to go across party lines. I remember going through Congress in uh, the halls of Congress in in D.C. This is a very complex and complicated and very layered issue that we're talking about. So Mm -hmm. you got to kind of dice it down. People right now online are getting caught up in conspiracy theories, whether the popular vote should have over overruled the electoral. electoral, All that that is great. That's noise. Mm -hmm. Like drown that out for a second. Mm -hmm. We're African-Americans and we're in a country where our leader now is saying that he supports stop and frisk. If Mm -hmm. you just look at what's been happening over the last five years with Trayvon Martin and all the stuff since then and then go back to the history of what's happened in this country and what is the fabric of this country, racism and all of that that's Mm -hmm. been a part of our upbringing and our parents and our parents' parents' upbringing. We have real issues to deal with now. So everybody that has a feeling or a belief or whatever has to unify and then still work with mm-hmm. the party in control. Mm-hmm. We ain't just talking about Donald Trump. The problem is the Senate, the House, and the fucking president is all party line, red. Yeah. 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 And I don't believe that we live in a country that has those values. I think what happened is people like Colin Kaepernick, Colin Kaepernick and my homeboy that I was on FaceTime with, they all had the same sentiment. I ain't voting because this shit don't matter. Well, guess what? Now it's fucking real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So I don't know where we go from here, but I know for sure, like I said to her on the phone, I can't wait till the billionaire gets here because we're going to have a meeting and I'm going to invite y'all there. We're going to talk about it and see how we can get involved. And then part of me is saying, well, if I do get involved and if I actually do try to bring in all these people to the White House, Mm -hmm. am I now a coon? Mm -hmm. Am I now a sellout? Mm I don't really give a fuck about what people say about that because what do I? What else do I do? Sit on the sideline and hold all my morals and values to myself? No, I just think Donald Trump needs to be aware of what the res- the massive responsibility he now has for three hundred million people. Mm-hmm. And yeah, That's and I think, it, I think and I think it's our responsibility to tell him and show him. That's mm-hmm. all we can do. I agree. I totally agree. I, um, you know, I got some sleep last night. Haven't slept much <laughs> in the last few days, and not for any other no, not for anything that was fun. Um, but just stress. So I finally got some sleep and woke up with kind of a different perspective. Of course, you know, I sympathize and empathize with my, with my girlfriends who are married to black men who have black children, you know, little boys, and they are terrified. You know, I am so empathetic and sympathetic to, to how they feel, but I feel like as a nation, you know, we have to take a collective deep breath and just say, okay, this happened. We got to figure it the fuck out. And I found myself on the call with my friend. Yeah. Feeling very frustrated in the conversation. But I was able, she said to me, she goes, this is the most intelligent conversation that I've had in the last 24 hours. Friends that know me and know the core of me are calling me, attacking me and going on. I said, because it's real. Yeah. And for us, we are not in the room with Donald Trump. We're outside the room. We've been outside the room. Yeah. And I said, as an African-American, I've been in hospitals talking to nurses, housekeepers, lab assistants, doctors, physician assistants, everybody, and even the classism within our healthcare. It's too complicated to talk about healthcare reform. It's just not something that you can just draft up on a letter. Exactly. You know? And I feel like right now, you know, and she said to me, she said, well, I think we're going to have a forum where we can bring everybody to the table to talk to Donald Trump, but people have to come in and be very respectful. And I said, you can't invite people to the table and tell them to tell you how they feel and then tell them that there's a way they have to say it. Oh, that's not that happen. shit ain't going to work. Right. Gonna I said, because I'm going to tell you right now, I'm not going to come in and say, motherfucker, this or that, because you're not bringing Joe Bob from the, from the fucking ghetto. Mm-hmm. And maybe you got to go to the ghetto and talk to those people too. Mm-hmm. But people are angry yeah. and I, people are afraid. And yeah. I said, what's happening around the world? I said, cause I can tell you right now, just yesterday, mm. I don't even know if people who were white were acting funny with me or if I was just so sensitive that I was looking for them to act <laughs> funny. But I mean, I was getting cut off and I felt, Oh, they felt empowered power right now. But I feel a certain way. But yeah. wait, hold on. You got to remember, this is California. California came out for Hillary. Can I just say in California is not, the Midwest and the South yeah. and Mississippi and Georgia and mm. places where you have the members of the Ku Klux Klan yeah. actually out act in the daytime. So, yeah. so I, it might have been part of your imagination. Because I, I, I say that, that, Hillary, that California came out in mass for Hillary as a result of the election and him be, and Donald Trump being elected. That's when the hashtag secede, like, can we break off and become our own country? <laughs> Fuck that guy. Like, California voted en masse for Hillary. So it was probably your imagination. That, well, I, I'm going to be putting know? this together, and I'm going <laughs> to ask the three of you to help me. I mean, the, the three of you. <laughs> you, you, and Jesus. There you go. Uh, the three of us to actually pull together some people like Karen Civil, Russell Simmons, a couple other people, and actually have a conversation about it mm-hmm. and then film that and put it out. Because I feel like... I know that even though I was pro-Hillary and pro-Democrat and pushing it and using my platform a little bit to talk about, I wasn't as active as I have been in the past. Mm-hmm. And now I want to take this opportunity to to get out there. And I'm not saying be a leader by any source, but use my platform as responsible. I mean, we talk a lot of shit on the show. Mm-hmm. We ain't talking about sucking dick right now, although our next it segment will probably happen we'll at some point about during balls this hour, or something. Yeah. But, you know, for right now, what sucking dick is the sentiment of this country. <laughs> But anyway, you know, I was sitting here thinking, what am I going to do the moment I get a check for eight or nine figures? Uh, Donate some to charity. No, 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 he's going to go to the Dominican. I'm going to, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to go to the Dominican Republic. (laughs) See, I fucking told you. My plane is going to have nine seats. I'm going to tell you who's on the plane. (laughs) Melissa's on the plane because I need somebody to drag me out the club (laughs) when I don't want to go to bed. I'm going to have a physician on the plane (laughs) with HIV tests, chlamydia tests, and every other STD testing apparatus available to man. 
I'm going to have my video team because there may be a porn or two that I want to film. (laughs) And then I'm going to have a second plane that's going to be a 14 passenger because I'm going to bring 10 people back. And I'm going to have one person watching them and one person securing them and one person keeping them off the Internet. Oh, my God. That sounds like how MC Hammer went broke. Mm. We're only chartering the planes to go there and back. We ain't going nowhere else. But straight up to my bedroom. And this is the thing. I said, so, so. When I am wealthy, because I'm not going to say if and all that, because I am going to be wealthy. Amen, brother. My house is going to be so beautiful, but the bedroom, I mean, nobody's going to be able to get in. And it ain't going to be a doorknob. It's going to be the little thing where you touch key in numbers, mm-hmm. doop, 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 and it's going to just open. And when you walk in, it's going to look like the kingdom. And my bed is going to be so big, and there's going to be so many Dominicans in it, and I'm not going to give a what fuck. What is this shit with you and Dominicans? He likes them. I love it's them. The, it's the thing that I had for Puerto Ricans when I first moved to the state. Well, you know I'm Puerto Rican to black, right? I, <laughs> she ain't got okay, nothing so, for you. Okay, so, but it's over. Um, <laughs> <laughs> High five across the room. Boom, boom, boom. Okay. <laughs> I just couldn't figure out when I moved to the country. I was just like, why do they look Spanish and black at the same, same time? Let but me, I was just like, hey, Bobby. But I know what you And then like I dated now. a few and I was like, all right. Been so there, so I'm going to tell a story. When I moved to New York, okay, before I did this show, I started trying to do a radio show years ago. It was going to be me, Charlemagne the God, Claudia Jordan, and Little Mo. I went to New York. I did the pilot. I just knew it was going to take off because it was a hit. Yeah, it sounds like with those two, especially Claudia and um, Charlemagne. We would have all been shot. Yeah. We would have been murdered. Like the yeah. three of oh, us on oh, the radio. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, would've the three murdered. of you are fucking reckless. <laughs> oh, my God. So check this out. I go there. I fall in love with New York. I move. I move. I mm. leave LA. I have a going away party and fucking everything. Miguel was there. Shout out to Miguel. He, we, we don't talk anymore, but I'm not. We're not. Whatever. I don't know. He's He just got married. Congratulations to him. So I went out there, moved. And when I moved, I moved from the W Hotel in Hollywood to 177th and Fort Washington, right in the mm-hmm. middle of the hood, uptown, around mm-hmm. the corner from Mombi's restaurant. Washington Heights. Washington Heights. Yeah. Domin- Heart of Dominican Dominican Bill. Yes. So papi, papi. my boy says to me, okay, look, let me tell you about living in this neighborhood. It ain't the safest. You know, these, these niggas on the block, they gangsters. Like, you don't want to be out here letting everybody know you gay. The gay club is right across the street. Mm-hmm. No, it used to be no parking, but it's called no parking, but it's gone now. I said to him, listen to me. I'm gay and I'm going to run this block. Everybody on this block going to know Jason Lee is here because he thought I was playing. So what I did was I went outside and I met all the gang bangers and the drug dealers, whatever. And it was New Year's Eve, like the day before New Year's Eve. So you know what I did? I went in the corner store and I bought 20 bottles of Moe Rose and I walked on the corner and handed one to all the drug dealers on the block. And they were like, yo, son, this motherfucker cool. This motherfucker cool. And then I was a mess on that block. I love 177. For, if you live in New York City or if you are traveling, please stop by Mombi's on 175th and Broadway. And that block, that was my block. <laughs> you said you was a mess with that block. What do you mean by that? I mean that I would be on the corner turn kissing somebody hole? down oh in the God. middle of the hood and the gangbangers would be like, that's my nigga right there. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't give a fuck. And my boy was shocked because we'd be walking down the street. He'd be like, damn, like... Everybody here fucks with you. I'm like, but the owner of the all the businesses on the corner owned the biggest gay club in Dykeman. Mm-hmm. It's called Castro now. The place mm-hmm. was called Dykeman? The yeah. area is called Dykeman. The area Dykeman. is called Dykeman, yes. That I've, is I've no to, pun intended. I've it's true. To, I've tried to take you. Yes, you have. He, he was always like, let's go up to... No, oh, I'm they, not going. They would fall in love with Melissa. If she walk in there, they're true. Oh, them, them New York niggas too? I lived there. Hello. They was like, yo, what's up? Yeah, what's n- good? Hey, yo, yo, let me uh, talk to you. That look, that me. Look, I'll see you later. That looked real icterious. Turnerish that I just like that. <laughs> Shout That's to what it would girl. be like sometimes, though. That's what okay, it would be so like. no, it was like my thing. Here's my thing with Dominicans. Yeah, I feel good. like everybody has their thing. Some people like Italian. Some people like Greek. Some people like this, that, Asian, whatever. I like Dominicans because I love the whole little Spanish accent and all that. The bodies, like their bodies, are just designed by God. I don't even know what they don't. I don't, I ain't going to talk shit and say nothing else because then it's going to come off wrong, but I just love Dominicans. So I'm going to have about three, four, five, ten, uh, laying at my house when I'm rich. I know. What Ma- Ma- I know what Melissa's type is now. Cause I was just out at the waffle and I was like, Oh, I think Melissa would really find him attractive. What do you look a, like? He was a lumber, like a lumberjack, white lumberjack, beard, scruff, big, like a little, the real man bun, blue eyes. Mm. Yeah. See, Viking. I know her type. Viking. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, Viking type shit. Listen, my mother's part Russian and Norwegian. I like a Viking. I'm all over the board, though. Like, I like 
Herm Edwards. Like he's like sixty hundred years old. Fine as shit though. He, him and his fucking AARP card. Can just come on. But he's he's married, so I can't. He is a good looking um, older man. Oh my god, he's beautiful. And you put me on it, and I he's see fine. him on ESP on the on yeah. the highlights. And I'm like, yeah. oh, that's that yeah. old. Oh, he's fine. But then there's this show on like the History Channel called Vikings. I can barely watch that shit without falling the fuck apart because. Ugh, ugh, and then Can Game I, of Thrones. Listen, oh my God. I don't really have time. So up. I'm going on a show. I'm filming a show this Saturday called Famously Single. I'm only filming one episode, <laughs> one scene or whatever in an episode. New York, a shout out to Tiffany Pollard, a.k.a. I love New York. She called me and she wants to bring me on the show for in my pajamas. Oh, yeah. To be able to get to know some of her castmates. I love that show. So this is what I think is going to happen. She's going to have girls hit on me on the show. That's funny. I don't That's, even know why she's setting them up like that. Because I'm going to stop and be like, don't even start that <laughs> shit. It's going to be funny. But anyway, that Saturday. I have a question. Yes. Is don't there, ask me nothing stupid, please. I already know what you're about to go. Go ahead. No, it's legit. Okay. It's legit. Okay. So have you, is there ever a time where you've seen a girl? Yeah. Like in your present life where you're just like. Oh, fuck this shit up. Hmm. In my present life. Like within the last like few years. Like no. is not, 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 not even a, a, a tickle listen, down there. Listen. No, okay. not That's even, crazy. not even, not that, even. Not an eyebrow raise. Listen, listen. I love Beyonce to death. Yes, she can't get the dick. Okay, well then it's confirmed. Yeah, no. And, and and any not, and any bitch trying, just stop right no. now. Stop you, sliding you know in his DMs. It's never gonna but you happen. Know what's so funny is <laughs> girls slide in my DMs. One just right now slid in my DM to tell me how they want to fuck me, how this, that, whatever. And I love that people love a challenge. Like, I think it's amazing. Because you'd like that challenge, too, when it comes yeah. to straight men. But their boyfriends are sliding in there, too. So mm. I'm just kind of confused. Like, I'm not sure what's I'm going confused. on in your household, but get your house together. Mm. Okay. I, you know what? My DMs dry as fuck. These, they should be, because all you do is talk about you, your girl, and your cuddling in the basement. So my boy was telling me the other day how he wants to get on his grind and this and that. I said, on Snapchat, you in bed with your girlfriend all day long. How are you on your grind? Part of me wants to be in a relationship now because at night you want to you want to sleep with somebody. You want to. I love to cuddle with whoever I'm with or whatever. Mm -hmm. But then the other side of that is that we are in Hollywood. We're in the heart of the hustle. And it's just like grind time right now. And I feel like when there's nine, eight, nine figures in my account, I can lay up and take a trip and. I would do shit like that, but like right now, I'm trying to stay super focused, and so I curved somebody. I recently slept with somebody who's like a part of my group, Ugh. and and uh, you keep making these sounds. I'm gonna fucking let you have it because I don't know. You know, you talking to the wrong person with that shit. But that was cute it just for you. I get visuals. Yeah. And it's just I like, can Ugh. give you a visual. I got them all in here <laughs> in my phone. So I curved the person. Uh-huh. Oh, I'm out of town, this and that, whatever. And I went to go buy a protein shake and they were in line. Oh my God. I hate when that happens. So when they turned around, I was with my friend. I turned I was like, hey, <laughs> how are you? They were like, you know, because people don't really talk crazy to me, but I could tell they felt some type of way because he was like, mm, what's up? You want to know the funniest thing? So whenever I see somebody calling me on my phone and I don't want to like answer the phone Maybe I just right there. No, no 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 I look around I'm yeah. like are they fucking here because I'm about to press ignore okay. that's funny because I was about, I was about to I was just about to ask you have you ever watched somebody curve your call uh it's the worst feeling ever no I've never seen that before I've seen that shit <laughs> That's happened to me. I'm over here like oh that's my boy over there let me go ahead See, I vote. and 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 he stone cold said didn't I I said, I feel like I got shot in the soul. Well, see, I've, I've always had confidence. So my confidence is at an all-time high right now. Like, I am, I'm not going to say I'm feeling myself from feeling the point. Yourself. I'm not going to say I'm feeling myself to the point of being conceited. But when I tell you, like, I'm in such a good place right now in life that I am talking so crazy to people. I'll get at a motherfucker who, who don't fuck around or whatever, and they'll say, nah, nah, nah. And I'll be like, motherfucker. You should even you should be thankful that I'm hollering at your ass because you ain't got shit going that's on. That's that weight coming no, off. That's how no, you start it, feeling. No, no, no. See, that's the thing about it. I've been a big nigga. I don't give a fuck about the weight because my dick has been big when I'm big and it's gonna be big when I'm not big. And I got and I and I get money and I'm on TV and I'm feeling myself. And when we get this talk show, I'm just telling you, I'm afraid. The world should be fucking I'm, afraid because I'm, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna be sliding up to Michael Ely like, where your bitch at? Let's go. Oh my Damn, god, bro, so crass. Oh my god, really? You like Michael Ely? Nah, nah, not. Really. I was gonna say that's not your type. No, that is my type, but he's, he's too some, old for you. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, you oh, like, I definitely you like, like him. Like twenty five, twenty. 
44. Yeah. Yeah. So that's. Oh, not, yeah. 44. You're not, <sighs> that's not really. That's your, like that's that's when you got that. What's that plan called? Not Aflac, but what's it called? Plan, AARP. AARP. Yeah. Nah, fuck that. You're such a dick. I always ask myself. If I'm a day old, you got to be 79. I always ask myself, am I like, what, what mental place am I going to be as far as having a relationship when I get to that, that high plateau of like, man, this brother's on TV. He's doing this. He's fine. Like, cause I get, my girl's bad, mm-hmm. but she always asks me, so well, what you going to be like when you um, mm-hmm. get on? I just had a thought. Uh, she asked me that. And I'm like, what you mean? What I'm going to be like when I get on? She was like, cause you know, all the bitches are already coming after you. So how you going to be? Men are only as faithful like, as their options. You're going to be like Don Benjamin and leave her in the basement. Mm. So let me say that I just had an idea. <laughs> I, if, if I'm going to fuck somebody, they got to be in their 20s, like 25, 26. Like if I'm going to be in a relationship or they got to be 79. And let me tell you why. Okay. You ready? 79. You ready? Because okay. this shit is going to be fucking too much. Okay. Even for me. Okay. I will fuck the shit out of a 79 year old just so I break their hip and they get an infection and die. That way I could take their fucking life insurance money and go fucking get me a 25 year old. Okay, this you know what? I'm fucking I'm leaving. <laughs> like I would fuck oh that. Oh my no, I really want to do that. Hold on. Get up and walk fact, the fuck fact, out of here well, right first, now. First of all, what you gotta do is you gotta face fuck them so hard that their dentures make them choke and they can't. Jason! Talk. <laughs> and then, and then Stop it. No, he don't want to keep that and, shit. And then that pelvic thrust has to be so hard that you break their ass into a coma and then they die, and then you get the life insurance money, then you go to DR, and then you get a young one, then you you come back to can't speak English, so that way you can get away with whatever the fuck you're doing in the street. You know what your oh new nickname is? What? Melania Trump. That's what I'm going to fucking call your ass. She's the first fucking lady, so Man. she's winning. A.K.A. Man. Jason Savage. That's your name, Jason Savage. Was that too much? Because I kind of feel like I share a little too much on this show. Was that too much? Bro, both of us about to walk the fuck up out of here, bro. That's all right, because the person I'll be fucking at 79 won't be able to walk shit. Would you imagine if you fuck a 79-year-old, do you get cobwebs on your dick, ash, or, or fucking dust? I the oldest woman know. I've had sex with was like 53. She was 53, and she's a beautiful 53. Yeah. Oh, she's, that's she? not the wrong segment. Bless Her she? husband's 70. She's 17 years older. She's 53. I did the math. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, I, we're talking before she got here, yeah. so she doesn't exist. Yeah. 53 was, it was a good pussy, too. Randomly. And she still got wet, which was mind-shocking to me. Hey, wait. Hold on. What? <laughs> The two of you, I fucking can't right now. Like, I I, where are we? First of all, if you fuck, first of all, if you fuck a woman who's wet at seventy three, you need to make her a fucking study, not your girlfriend. That's How true. The fuck did that happen? That's true. I will. I definitely agree with that. I don't. I don't know. Seventy nine year olds are using Viagra these days. Okay, I'm so. telling you right now, go get Black Rhino. Everybody out Yo, there, you go get die off that shit. You fuck see that, well, Isaac I, Hayes? Let me tell you something. What? I, I got Isaac the, Hayes died off a pill. No, he did not. He died while having sex. Well, I bought the black rhino and I fucked somebody so much. It was like four hours. The erection stayed. I could. I thought there was a problem. How do you walk in the emergency room and say my dick won't go down? Like you, a my lot dick of people do that, down. right? Just yeah, like because that. Viagra keeps you apparently keeps your dick hard for a very, very long time. And some people have been like, "Oh, and all I would have I would to do, that? all I would have to do is look at a pussy, and it would go right away. <laughs> what if it, what if you felt it try to go down, but it wouldn't? You know, one of my homeboys, he always explains to me like how good pussy is. So he's so constantly good. saying, "Oh my god, like you just don't." understand it tastes so good you know what i said to him you know i said to him you know i said to him you need to get that same motivation for money you broke bitch that was actually a good that was deep it's true because your motivation for pussy you sitting around you got to pay for that pussy ain't free in the streets and la pussy is not fucking free Mm. i'm going out to find me 10 hoes tonight just so i could take about i'm gonna parade them they're gonna be sexy beautiful and i don't want them so i'm gonna tell them all y'all all safe i don't want you but i know how to get men's attention in hollywood i know how to get that check that's true. That is true. Jesus Christ! Slanging that I, shit. <laughs> show you don't want to I feel. I, yeah, I feel a little violated today. Mm, shout out to my ex. Clutch your. I, I was gonna wear pearls, and I wish I had so I could clutch them right now. You know, like shit. You know what I tell my guys? Mm. Clutch this dick. <laughs> oh my god! This show has Why gone you fall for, you know for that shit. Let me t- listen. Why okay? do you fall for it? You know what he's gonna do. So I, I was talking the other night about last night about having a baby with you, and not in a not in a vaginal way or whatever you call that thing you guys do when you fuck each other. Straight uh-huh. people. Um, <laughs> I was talking about like you need kids. Mm. You need them. I, I know I do because I keep my motherly Me, instinct keeps getting placed on the wrong motherfuckers. This is what we should do. I keep raising idiots. This is what we should do. You ready? Uh, Me and ASAP Rocky should come in a cup and oh just my. stir it up and give it to you. Are you fucking kidding? And just see who who I <laughs> get impregnated by. Be 
fashionable, fucking crazy, talented, have a mouth on his that motherfucking was the ass or her ass. I heard in my life. This you is know, not. I've never. Done, we need to be able to stand on our own. Fuck a guest. Gonna, Let me tell you how much I believe in me and I believe in this platform. They actually gave me a mic to talk. Stop holding it like that, bro. Why are you holding it like that? right now (laughs) and our audience because they keep tuning in and watching this reckless ass shit i'm just gonna keep on talking i'm fucking done trying to hold my feelings back (laughs) he said come in a comment mix it up i have a prescription i have a prescription for percocet right now i'm gonna fucking fill that shit and give you one so you can chill the fuck out you know what we would call that cup of cum (laughs) coming not common coming cup of cum cup kunka yeah. Okay, listen, both of you, it's over. No. I did meet yeah. a nigga named Kunta Kente. You all need to take, you need to take a fucking chill His pill. His dad's name was Kunta Kente. You would think after they named one motherfucker that, that they would miss and skip the next serious? one. Are you serious? This is real? He said his name was Kunta Kente. He had changed his name to like Dwight or something. Oh, he but needed to. If you're listening, Kunta, I forgot where you are. Call me. <laughs> you had, Wait, if, Jesus, you were in school, if you were in school and a nigga's name was Kunta Kente, could you just say, hey, nigga? Like, because then it would be like some real racist shit, right? Oh, my God. Go get that nigga over there. I, I don't know. I feel like I haven't, I haven't come today because my friend was at my house, so Pornhub had to go on silent. But now that I'm here and I'm full of fucking energy, we might as well fuck everybody over with a funny ass show. Really? Really? Why not? Yo, I've been wanting to have sex with my girl lately, man, but she be so sleepy because of her work. And like, I be wanting to just put it in. Giovanni, you are too young to not be fucking. Listen I am to me, man. Forty years Can I old. finish? I be wanting to have sex Can with you her. Finish? That's the question. <laughs> we have our doubts. <laughs> I, I mean, shit. Can I? Can I be want, no, you know what? Fuck it. Go ahead. No, no, keep going. Keep going. This is entertaining. It's just I be wanting to penetrate her while she sleep because sometimes she's like, "Baby, just put it." It's called rape. <laughs> no, she is consensual because she, no. When she you're told sleep, me you're not to, consenting. She told me she said, "Baby, if I'm sleep, just put it in." So I be wanting to, but when I go to do it, she be in such a deep sleep, and it's just like ugh. it's not ugh, okay. but it's like what the fuck, like baby, you looking like because it's rapey. Com- you in a coma right now. I got a story. It's, it's that go- I got a story that goes along with that. I'm not gonna say the person's name. <laughs> so hold on, hold on. I can't believe I'm gonna say this. <laughs> so I used to fuck this celebrity, right? Oh shit. And so when I used to go to their house, they used to want me to walk in an open door. And I'd walk in and the lights were all off. And I'm like, and the person would say, don't rape me. (laughs) (laughs) This is kind of weird. Oh, so he had like rape fantasies, you know, like. It was really weird. You know how hard Was he into like. S&M? Like no, 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 no. Just, just being raped. And my thing is, first of all, motherfucker, who do you think I am to disrespect me like that and think I want a rape scenario? Like, I, my dick can't even get hard to raping people. Right. Or the thought of acting like I want to rape somebody. I'm not an actor. I like, agree. I'm really doing the shit. Oh my, I, oh, my friend told me a story last night. One more story. I did something with that Okay. Side. He was telling me he was fucking this girl in the ass. <laughs> right. No, listen. She shitted on him. He, I, oh, that happened he before. He picked the shit up out the bed and went and threw it in the toilet, came back and finished fucking her in the ass. That nigga's a I, You know what? Here, here, we just crossed the line. <laughs> we just crossed it. That line's there, been there, crossed. There was, no, there was, the, there, was, love. there was the fucking line. Love, we just man. We stepped right the fuck over it. That's you stepped love. in some shit. <laughs> That's love. Wait, but is is that love? I mean, that, I mean he finished the job. That's his girl. That was his, is this his girl? Not no more. First of all, I'd be like, you know what? You're acting real shitty right now. <laughs> it's, you know what? It happens because if a girl's not dushing her asshole, it's going to happen. Or a guy. All right. I'm talking about a girl. So no, but not Lisa, her do you asshole, dush your, your asshole? If, you do, if girls that do, do anal. dush it? If girls openly do anal and know uh, they're going to get penetrated in their ass. <laughs> Shout out to Salt and Pepper. They know they're going to douche their anal so they won't sharp. On the nigga on his dick, on his First head. of all If you're fucking your girl So hard in the pussy That she shits on you Nigga She got problems All her internal shit Is fucking redirected Hey man you Okay you, I need to and, and I'll say this I haven't fucked somebody That shit on me In so many years But I will tell you I almost reconsidered being gay I was like fuck it I'm just gonna jack off For the rest of my life Cause that shit Literally <laughs> is not cool Let me just clear something up For you Gio Okay, okay It's not called dush It's called Deutsch It's douche Okay <laughs> And hold on, you va- you vaginally douche 
after your period. I know this. No, you fucking no, don't. No, I'm trying to tell you from girls who told me who get ran in their ass. Uh, hold on. So them, so it's they, not called dush. And I don't think I'm they're going getting to ran tell you in what their it, ass. I, yeah, I'm going Look, to. they tell me so <laughs> they, go- to prevent them from shitting on I'm the I'm going show. to tell you what it, it show, is called an enema. This is a mess. Okay? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it is called a fucking enema. So Melissa calls me the other day or she comes by Melissa comes by my house the other day or she calls me, I can't really remember, and she says to me that she wants to bring her gynecologist on the show. Yes, because he's fucking hilarious. But the world does not need to know the inside of your pussy. Really? Okay, because we talk about it all, all day long. So why the fuck not talk about the Yo, inside of the shit? that would be so dope to hear him say, um, like, she has very clitoral walls. They're very ingrid. Like, all this medical She's, shit. You're not going to let vagina. him describe your vagina on the air. Uh, I don't. He, that would be so yeah, dope. Yeah, no. My, really? my, my shit's pretty in pink. Hello. Oh, yeah, no, that's right. Hello. It looks like a flower. Hello. <laughs> I don't like a flowers. A rose in bloom. I hate flowers. And yeah, it tastes like a peach. Hey. You know, I used to. That's right. Well, I'll ask ASAP. <laughs> Listen, I used to. Uh, Shut the fuck up. There was this guy that I was talking to a long time ago. This is back when I was corny and did corny shit. Now I just buy <laughs> shoes because it's faster, easier. It doesn't make a mess. But I sent hella flowers this motherfucker's job. You sent flowers? Hold on. Let me tell you how many flowers. Three I dozen. sent like 200 flowers. 200 roses. Absolutely. On Valentine's Day, and a teddy bear bigger than me, to the person's job. He was an attorney. He was a, a legal paralegal, and so I call him. I'm on the phone with him. I really, really like this person. I mean, he's overweight and unattractive now. I wouldn't date him at all. But and he's old. But uh, at the time, I called him. We're talking. I was just like, "So what are you doing? Oh, I'm at my dad's going to this, and you hear all this noise in the background because I knew they were delivering him whatever. And so uh, he was like, one of my coworkers just got fucking. There's hella people here with hella fucking roses. I'm like, for real? Damn, that must be nice. They were all for him or whatever. So then I and I sent two dozen roses, mm-hmm. one dozen white and one dozen red to his mother mm-hmm. at the same time. Wow. I don't put that much thought into shit no more. How much you know what I realized? roses cost? A lot of fucking money. And I didn't have money then. Not like that. I had money, but not like that. Can I just tell you why I won't do that shit no more? Mm. Niggas ain't shit. <clears throat> but hoes, but hoes and tricks. tricks. And I'm telling you, hey. and I'm telling you as a one, because <laughs> I ain't shit. Mm. I'm good when I'm with you. I'm just good with everybody I'm with at the same time. You know. Oh, but God. if you're out of sight, it's, it, hey. When me and my ex start hey. having rough times, you know I move my side piece in? Mm-hmm. We all live together. Just my last ex. Oh, yeah, we live this together. Some D-Ray shit. Then like. they start working out together and start hanging out. I was like, okay, this shit not going to work. So I had to break everything up. <laughs> I have not lived life. I just haven't. Like it's my okay. life, in, in comparison to Jason's story, my life is boring. That's fine. That's fine. Completely boring. No, I mean. Somebody said to me, ooh, when you lose all this weight, you're going to get it. Do y'all understand my life right now is lit? What? Yes. I ain't got to lose shit because yeah. I got confidence. Yes. That's right. My God, I can't. Mm. I, I just, I'm, I'm at a loss for words. I, I, I still feel like we crossed the line. I mean, I fucked a geriatric into oh, a coma God. and death. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> now you just been. At least I didn't fuck a midget. Right. Jason Savage. Uh, People, I've been watching some of the comments on, on our YouTube. Thank you for everybody out there listening. We have to remember that we have an audience because we have gone from talking about social responsibility in the <laughs> black community today to fucking somebody to a coma and to a death to get their insurance. I don't <laughs> necessarily want to do that, but I wouldn't say I would pass the opportunity. I, I, I just want to say that. To our audience, I have been reading the comments lately on YouTube. <laughs> What's everybody Those motherfuckers say? be going in. They and, do. I mean, they like us. They don't like us. They hate me. I talk too much. I interrupt. You don't talk enough. Or sometimes you talk. They hate every. We love every single comment. And the yeah. fact that you guys are watching and listening, please continue I mean, to share listen, online. You can please everybody. Yeah. Kevin Hart's the number one. If I stick this one. dick in him, I will. What? Not this. Sorry. I had a moment. <laughs> Sorry. I heard Dick and Kevin Hart, he and I was like, what everybody. happened? Who just said what? <laughs> he said I was about you can't, to say, you can't, can't please everybody. And I said, if you stick this dick in them, you can. Okay. and I was going to say, <laughs> like, Kevin Hart's the number one comedian in the world, but there's a shitload of people who doesn't think he's funny. I disagree. Just like when I read our comments, like, this is to emails, because I read your comment today, so this is for you, motherfucker. <laughs> <clears throat> Let me get it ready, because he said, man, tell that nigga to stop doing that fucking noise. This is for you. <clears throat> oh, no. <laughs> And emails if you're if emails if you're reading or watching this please continue to no. say that on the and he's videos. a troll because he doesn't have an avatar on his picture oh yeah i hate oh. those people probably some big silverback bitch in potomac oh god 
God. No, but I love I love our followers, and I love that, and I want people to understand something. I know we say a lot of things on the show. Some of it is funny Graphic. or crazy or whatever, but just know, like, this is for entertainment. We are yeah. doing we. I do not talk like this all day long outside the show. So when you see me on the, at Starbucks buying my little cup of coffee, don't be expecting me to tap dance for you and talk about sticking my dick in a ninety year old because this shit is not something I'm thinking about at the time. I'm just trying to see what type of vegan coffee I could buy because we're trying to lose all this weight. Mm. Anyways. <sighs> Yeah, this thank show you. is very therapeutic. Yeah, like it is. being able to just talk and just put it all out there. I I needed you to exhale right now. Because I needed you, to exhale. Yeah, you were just sucking it all in. I can't pause. Yeah, I know. It's I. One more thing. One more thing. Can we get to our guest? Wait, one more thing. Okay, before we get to our guest, really quick, one thing I want to say: congratulations to my friend Amber Raspberry, who just uh, got hired by Kevin Hart. Since you brought up <gasps> Kevin Hart to run his digital. I his digital company. She's she's had a production and development. Oh, yeah. She's the beautiful black woman. I love, love her. She used, to, she used to run Tyler Perry's 34th Street Films. She mm-hmm. went on to do a lot of independent projects. She's a good friend of mine. She's so amazing. And so mm-hmm. congratulations to her. And the other thing is I really am single. And all the shit that I say on the show is for entertainment. I don't mean a lot of it. I'm looking for you. So if you're looking for me, find me on Instagram. <laughs> And yeah, keep me in my, your prayers, you know what Okay, I'm calm down both of you, okay? Can we just get to our guest? Because she's sitting outside and she looks lovely. And we have a special guest in the building, Karen Huger. <laughs> Hi, here. Karen. Hi, everybody. Oh, you look gorge. Thank you, and oh. you, that body. It's oh, <laughs> so, the right name. So did I say, so the last name is Huger? It is Huger. I said it right, yeah, okay. Okay, so I had an early morning today. I had to race all over town trying to close a couple of things. So yeah. I'm not as dressed as I typically would, especially knowing somebody yeah. of your status coming in, because... You read people for filth. I, oh, wow. You know what? I read them for cleanliness. <laughs> That's funny. They come in filthy. I clean them up. No, you know I, what I'm saying? I will tell you that. So when Housewives of Potomac uh, okay. came on, and I really didn't know. I'm like, I don't know. Because I've never heard of Potomac. Mm-hmm. You, you weren't the If only you were one. not on the show, I wouldn't have watched the show, I swear. And oh, I'm not just saying that because you. you're here. That's such a compliment. But thank you so much. <laughs> why? Okay, let me ask you. Why? Why was that? Because, like... I, okay, first of all, you look like Tina Knowles. I'm a huge That's fan. That's a compliment. So am I. Thank you very a much. Huge fan of her and Beyonce. Yeah. Uh, so if you ever meet them, let me know. I can. hope so. Okay. Very <laughs> soon. I'll let you know. Okay. So uh, I love the fact that you have so much class but can still drag somebody to the gutter. Mm. Yeah, that's that's me. All right. Um, you know, I, I, I often say I sum it up like this. Look, you know, I believe in proper etiquette, mm-hmm. as you will yeah. know. However, a girl's got to pop off when she's got to pop off. <laughs> and every now and then I had to pop off this yeah. season. Oh, the first season. Mm-hmm. As you know, we're taping the second season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. I believe in that proper switch, that inner switch. So. Yeah, we call that clatch it. Classy and ratchet. <laughs> well, you know what? Clatch I, it. I might have to do that. Clatch it. <laughs> yeah. I like that. No, I what, like that. But what I loved about it, because the difference between, I think because there were so many women of color on Potomac okay. that they automatically drew a comparison to Atlanta. Yes. Mm-hmm. But I, I feel very like far. Very, very far. We're very yes. different. We very all different. stand, both shows stand on their own. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we were a different cup of tea, if you will. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, we bought our own vibe and our own subjects, our own topics, our own issues, our own lives. I mean, mm-hmm. we have big lives. Yeah. Yeah. Right there in that beautiful town called Potomac. <laughs> yeah. And you weren't, I'm sorry, but you weren't, mm-hmm. the thing I love about Potomac is it wasn't like Atlanta will bitch, 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 fuck you all the way down. Mm-hmm. And you, I mean, you read for filth, and I'm just learning from you, and hopefully next season on Love and Hip Hop, I can apply some of what I've learned now, from watching you. Now, I must say, I've never even, I've never heard of the show. I've never. You're so not I'm, the only but one. I'm but going, I mean, she's, he's not really the demographic, no, you know? But <laughs> gay and women. I have yes. a girlfriend, which yes. probably would love to watch it. So it comes on, let's, what, it comes on, what does it come on? Bravo. 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 Okay, so Absolutely. I need to know. Yeah, come on, Bravo. And we were on Sundays last year. You uh-huh. Stay tuned. Um, 2017 is when we were headed back your way, hopefully early. Can't give you the exact date. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, but we're pulling it. We're holding our own. Um, we had great numbers. Uh, so obviously, while you've not heard of us yet. Oh, I heard might, now. I'm sitting might, next yeah, to you. you. You might have to just tune in because, you know, we we bring it this season. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm proud of the work we're doing. I can only speak for myself. Um, I was a rookie the first year. I was a rookie the second year. <laughs> I'm fully grown the third. So, uh, so, so can I ask, how did you get a part of the show? How did you get cast? How did they even find out about you? You, you know, know, it was interesting. Potomac is very, very small. But, you know, D.C., you're right. I'm 15 minutes from D.C. I'm 15 minutes from Northern Virginia. I do a lot of work with, and I, I hate saying I'm a philanthropist. I am not. I don't donate <laughs> millions. I do a lot of charity. Uh-huh. I do a lot of good. Uh, that keeps me real. Um, that's how they knew about me. A good friend of mine, Paul, 
uh, threw my name into the hat. But, it, you know, I don't want to sound conceited. But no, 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 no. I used to tell a joke with my kids. I said, look, if Potomac Housewives ever comes on, I'm going to be one. <laughs> and it came on. <laughs> and they knew. And it did. I, I wasn't surprised, but I am very, very grateful. Um, you know, it's, it's just, you know, it's my personality, I think. Um, and it was for me. I was ready at that time. I was, I'm grown. I'm the best at Timing is yeah, everything. timing was everything for me. Empty nesting, you know, I had done it. So whatever you see where I'm concerned is me owning me, every part of me. Oh, so, I can, it, and it's clear. Yeah. It's clear. You were going to say no, something. I was gonna, uh, Karen, are you originally from the D.C. area? No, that's a big thing, too. The yeah. girls had a hoot with the fact that I am a very proud farmer's daughter from Surrey County, Virginia. Let's put a shout Ooh. out. Uh, absolutely. But, you know, it's about educating the people, too. When you right. say you're a farmer farmer's daughter. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I saw my father gross not net a million dollars across his kitchen table. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't consider that slaughtering the pigs. Honey. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I consider, you know, hey, he owned the pigs, he owned the land. Mm-hmm. Very proud to be a farmer's daughter. Right, mm-hmm. yeah. right. But, yeah. Look, but the other women, they kind of come from Wealth, prestige, maybe, maybe well, not. Have you seen maybe the show? Not. Have you seen the show? I've, I've, caught, I've caught a few episodes, yeah, but I guess I didn't get the history so right. So where do they come from? Well, you know, my thing about that is we all have different backgrounds. Some mm. of us, that they had pedigree. And last time I looked up pedigree, that was dog, pig, or horse. <laughs> talking about blood. And so, about uh, blood. you know, I'm just saying pedigree yeah. is animal-like. Um, <laughs> so I think she was talking about her lineage and her heritage. She just got confused a little um, we all have, uh, you know, I'll just speak for myself. Okay. If there was a silver spoon in my mouth, I was not born with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, my parents, my God, and I put it there. Mm-hmm. Come on. So it is, I keep it real. Mm-hmm. Um, I just say stay tuned because I, I think you peel back the layers each So you get to learn more about you. You get to really see why I believe in the proper etiquette, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. why I believe in the proper drag, <laughs> if necessary. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, for me, I can only say for the second season, I'll give you something. Uh, it was very important uh, that if I'm going to invite people that are the heroes in my life to conduct myself in a way. So my drag may come uh, tempered with a little love. In <laughs> mm-hmm. uh-huh. well, so well, I think you get to see the whole picture of me. So before entertainment, and we were just saying in the first segment, I worked as a director of a labor union. It okay. was the service workers union. And yes. you know, probably know where I'm about to go. Go. Okay. Here's where I actually agreed with you, though. Mm-hmm. So there was a scene where somebody that was doing hair of one of her co-stars jumped in the middle of their conversation and was doing some extra shit. Mm -hmm. And she was like, get the help. Or she referred to the person as help. And they tried to drag her. (laughs) I got got dragged from heaven to hell. But, you know, I held on. No, you did. And I'm going to just say where I agree with you. Especially in L.A., there's a lot of gay boys that hang around with stars that okay. want to be the star. Mm-hmm. Play mm-hmm. your fucking position. And it's okay to play your position because at the end of the day, Karen Huger is the star. You're not <laughs> even supporting cash. You're the, you're the help. Yeah. And I would just say, hold on, I'll, I'll own it. Listen, the views expressed by me on this show are mine. Come on and get it. Yeah. I'm not saying that you were, because ref- I don't believe you were referring to slaves in, I on the plantation. Was not. I certainly was not. I know my lineage. I know my heritage. So Absolutely not. Well, how I, did it get to from the... Ha- so okay. what happened was, let me set it up. Yeah. She's the star of the show. Yes. Oh, she Lord. gets Clearly. to the reunion. Mm-hmm. The broke girl who her and her husband didn't have no money. What was her name? You're going to make me say What's the name? What's her name, girl? What did it start with? <laughs> okay. <laughs> write it down. Here, write it down. Write it down. <laughs> well, the girl that didn't have no money. Okay. So, you know, whenever Woo. there's a queen bee, look at Michelle Williams. Ain't She don't like Beyonce. But what happens is when you got the queen bee sitting there, just like they try to drag Didi, they try to drag her. But she stood her ground. And... You said I could have said a lot of other things. I could have said a lot of other things. And and, and let me, you know, be clear to the viewers. Please stay tuned. You'll see why I was very comfortable saying what I said. I don't back off of it. I still say what I said. And I meant what I said. And I say it again. (laughs) Y'all, has there been any fights? Like, how does it feel? Do you feel like you come out of your character? Personally, he'll tell you. I'll call for security quite quick. I don't. Look, (laughs) she's not there for that. You know, I don't think it's necessary. I don't start it. I, I can't tell you what I won't do. I think it's beneath me to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what security is for. Uh, however, if I need to do that, no, trust and believe. I can Karen handle myself. Karen is not no punk. You know? Okay, so is the broke girl back on the show? Stay she tuned, one, guys. She, she stay tuned. Because she's not giving no juice. Well, she needed the check more than Karen. So I hope she... And then, stay tuned. Okay, so Giselle. Giselle. Yeah, Giselle, 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 I call her she reminds me of Blue Cantrell with a little Ooh. Faith Evans. Oh, Yeah. Giselle is fun. 
Okay. Because you guys had beef for a while. We can have beef any moment. Okay. okay? And and we duke it out, you know, right then and there. And mm. and believe me, when we say it's done, it's done. It's not that drama that hangs on forever. I, life is short, sweetie. Yeah, yeah. I like to finish my fights the same day I start them. <laughs> so good. I don't go to bed like with that. it. You know, what, what next? No. <laughs> So Giselle, um, she was married to that pastor. She is not the typical pastor's wife. I look at the show and I watch her and as beautiful as she is, I'd just be like, damn, she's kind of bitchy. You know what? And 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 Jizzy will own that she's bitchy. Uh, okay. I feel <laughs> like all of her. you own your stuff. We do. We do. And I think that's what makes us unique. And and, and of course, we do get on each other's nerves. And I'm not going to say, look, uh, yeah, we agree to disagree. No, we agree to keep it going if we have to. Uh, I personally just like ignoring you once it gets on my nerves. It's, you know, I just don't have time for the craziness outside of reality TV. It's so much more to me, but so I guess, you know, I'm just so grateful for the opportunity, mm-hmm. for the platform. Bravo is fantastic. Yeah. It's been great to my family so far. So good. Our relationship is beautiful. So I hear you throw these over-the-top parties at the crib. You know, yeah. <laughs> what, 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 what goes down at a, a, a Huger party? You know what? I'm married a New Yorker. Let's keep it real. Ray is from Harlem. Um, he grew up struggling, too. So when you come to the Huger household, when they, the reason why people say it's over-the-top is it's I shrink a house no matter how big it is mm-hmm. to make you feel like you live here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So even if you come dressed inappropriate, I'm not going to throw you out the front door because you didn't read the invitation correctly. I'm going to be like, baby, did you read the invite? Is that what you think I meant? And if they say yes, I'm like, okay, do you, boo. You always feel, yes, there's always a theme to my parties. And whatever that theme is, what I'm feeling. It ain't about you. You ain't writing a check. You want to come eat my food, which is always damn good. Um, Are you cooking it or are you having it catered? At this point, catering it. Okay. I, <laughs> at this point, I cater, but I cater well. Um, but I, it's, my parties have a family theme to it, a friendly theme mm. to it. So, you know, if you want to go to a ball or a gala, do that. That's not... The Hugo residence. Mm-hmm. We come to throw down. You be cocktail. See the oh, only the only two women down. I know by name are <laughs> Karen and Giselle. So oh, there's Lord. the there's the broke girl. I can't remember her name. And Karen don't want to say. I don't nah, want to pull her because she's my girl. Okay. You know. But then there's the young girl that's dating the older guy. She's married. Uh, that's Ashley. Ashley. She's married to that guy. To Michael. Really? She's married to Michael. She yes. Put, he put a ring on it. She's. He put a ring on it a long time ago, and they're mm. they're pushing through. I mean, not too long. Maybe two or three years. Don't don't. Mm-hmm. Quote me on that. But yeah, they're newlyweds. There's the other woman from her show that reminds me of the girl that hit you with the bottle on your show. She used to be on Bravo's Blood, yeah. Sweat, and Hills. He loves this bottle thing. I heard this when I, I did my research. Oh, she got yeah. oh, let's okay, listen, some research. Listen. Yeah, caught. I can't send it to you well, we, call, we, we call the girl that hit her with the bottle Harambe. I don't know her name oh, either. But the girl God. on your show that used to always talk about wigs. She was because t- wig, wigs or hair was like a big conversation. It's on always a big conversation hair is for huge. black women, it's, it's for huge. women in general. It's huge for yes. all of us. Hence, yes. I own my own hairline. I, you know, can talk about okay. you know my thing about this. She's is, an entrepreneur. She just made oh, money. I, yeah, I saw that. I grind. Saw, I got to push in a grind. Trust I, I saw the ad on your uh, on your Twitter oh, feed. Absolutely. Who's the model in that? Is that? Aren't you, they beautiful? Yeah, gorgeous. actually, you, you know, my daughter. I have to give my daughter. Credit for keeping mom young and popping. She's 19. She's a student in college. Nice. But she picks my models. She helps me. Um, my business partner, um, I love young, entrepreneurial black women that mm-hmm. got a push in the ground. My business partner is 28 years old. Nice. Yes, I will never be boring because <laughs> I keep myself in the mix of the younger generation. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've got a lot to offer. Mm-hmm. And together, we, we've got one hell of a business going now. Okay. So, yeah. So the wig line, getting back to your thing, the wig coming. Absolutely. But yeah. yeah. Girl, I need some hair. I'm tired <laughs> of these, icon, I'm tired icon of these icon fucking braids. Icon I mean, hair collection. I mean, and we come back with the wigs too now, honey. If, if so, poetic, yes. If poetic <laughs> yes. justice was to do a part two, you, you should get be. the job just because the hair alone. <laughs> yeah, she you, you know what? You time. just have to come on and make an appearance. You know, I'll talk to Andy. Okay. <laughs> I, no, I love Andy. Okay. Uh, love I know. Andy? I know. Can I tell oh you? God, the Bravo, so fan, Bravo was so, pretty so awesome. Once a month. Shout out to my friend Frank in New York. He's a promoter. He has okay. the hottest gay party once every first Friday oh, of the month. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was there one day and Andy was just up in there chilling, but not with security, not with fr- just like one friend. And just, he was people. in there really You'll see partying. Andy walking down the street, walk, like walking his like basset hound. What, well, basset, what is he? His doggy. He's something. I forget that's, what he, he looks like. Favorite. A basset hound. That's, yeah. that's his best bud. Walker. Or now, who's, who's Andy? Like who's Andy? Andy? Oh my God. Andy Cohen. Oh, Karen, you Karen, Andy Cohen. He is the co host that we have to educate about a lot of things. That's okay. Why, Andy why Cohen. Again, he's not the demographic. Don't say that. He does not watch. 
Andy Bravo. Andy Cohen is the man at Bravo. Just know he, that. Andy Cohen is the man. He really is. You know, if it weren't for Ray, who I'm married to for 20 years, Andy Cohen, I might have to try and save him. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know what? You two together would be a show I in itself. Can, can I say that? My, but it wouldn't work. It my wouldn't goal work. in life is to be friends with Beyonce, yeah. Andy Cohen, Anderson Cooper, and Kelly Ripa. You still oh, haven't told me who he is. Is he like an executive producer? A produ- he, yeah, he, he was the one who started the Housewife franchise. Oh, and he now, paid. Yeah, oh, I think paid Andy is, is the queen of the Housewives. Yes, yeah. To be honest, he is quite the queen, and I love it. I you, love it. You said you've been married 20 years. This time. Now, yes. with you saying that, I've, yes. I've been with my girl for a year and it's some change. They, oh, they, so, how's it going? they live in a basement and they don't have sex. <laughs> oh, stop it. You are, that's we not just a, moved from... Is that a joke? They no, cuddle no, a lot. No. Oh. We was, they cuddle was a, a lot. We was in an apartment building that was violating city codes because they legally put units in the basement. Karen. Okay. So now we've we've moved up to the apartment in the sky. Okay, good. We've been together uh, for uh, years. Not, not the sky. is like 19th floor and above. <laughs> you were. No, it's on the ground floor. It's, it's, it's he, he actually gets floor. like some he sunlight now. He can see the sky. But anyway. he, he feels better about his move. Let yeah, him have so, his moment. Go ahead, baby. I say, I say, right. we've been together for a year and a half. You've been married to your husband for 19, 20 years. 20 years. Just did 20. After 20 years, how do you keep that? That 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 flame because you know what you've been so proper and, and you're and just oh, afraid you know. that see he's see you have a presence about yourself where it's very magnanimous I can't even ask half the shit I want to yeah. say you can do it baby no, I'll just say no no because half of, half of me feels like it would just be wrong the other half feels like you would read me for filth but you, no, it's a question. no I think you'd enjoy keep that Jason real. keep it real ask whatever you want but to answer your question the twenty years let me be very clear this is my second marriage the oh, first one you asked me how long I was married and I answered like this. Okay. She blinked. You know, but it it was good for me. It Mm -hmm. it didn't last, but it was good for me. This time around, I'm not going to lie to you. It's work. Mm -hmm. It's work. But do I love him? All my heart. Mm -hmm. All my heart. He's my. He's my boo. Raised my boo, and there's 17 years between us. But I married my best friend. So I I hope I can find that. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I'm praying me and my girl last. I prayed for Ray. I oh, pray. Wow. So all the girls hate when I tell how I, I met Ray. So I won't go into that. No, I want to know. I want to know. I want to know. I had been divorced. Mm-hmm. I was a single parent. And, and you'll stay tuned. You get to see that push and that grind, that mama bear in me a little bit that mm-hmm. uh, explains why I am the way I am. Um, I have soon to be a 29-year-old son. Wow. Um, is he gay? You, don't, yeah. from you do not look like you have a 29-year-old son. Who graduated from Georgetown Jason, and Morehouse. Jason, stop it. He did Morehouse undergrad, Georgetown Masters. I'm very proud of my boo. That's my other boo. But, um, yeah, marriage is work. And Ray and I, at the end of the day and the beginning of the day, we're just friends first. And if that euphoric feeling of being in love comes in we're like yes thank god it's back you know? <laughs> but otherwise i got his back he got mine i am in love with him we know it as a fact but i think you know my son he often asks me so how do you know mom how do you know when it's the right person because it's okay when that euphoric feeling of being in love is not there mm-hmm. oh. when that friendship and that love is just just i i care you know whether he wakes up how's I mean, his dad yeah i mean yeah, as he, like human beings we're not equipped to have that like you know heart palpitating like love we fuck we flame see, out see melissa is struggling because she is a beautiful woman mm-hmm. respectable woman okay. all these men want her but okay. they want her because she's melissa ford yes. and she wants to find the man that can want her for being a good woman and find a good man so what and love could, without that and, and she's in la which is fucked up yes <laughs> Because yes. dating here sucks. But what could she do, do you think? To- I, you know what? I, I was a single woman. I didn't have that body when I was single. But yeah, <laughs> you're killing it, girl. But I'll, I'll be honest with you. Um, I met Ray at the Black Caucus after having... <gasps> I love the Congressional yeah, Black Caucus. Yeah, 22 girl. years ago. I love 22 years ago. And it was so funny because I, I wasn't looking for a man because mm-hmm. I was done with marriage. I wasn't going to date. I wasn't going to do anything. But my grandmother told me to say this prayer. And she said, write down what it is you want in a man the next time notes, you meet people. him. Okay? And so I was very specific in everything I asked God for. Be whoever, whoever your God is. Just write it down. You built your man. No, I didn't. God no, built him. No, she no. put the energy out. Yeah. And I, God I did. I was like, I'm not looking anymore. Because mm-hmm. I was lonely. And, and single parenting was something I never thought I'd do. But, uh, you know, you, black women, we do what we got to do. Mm-hmm. And we are very, very strong. And mm-hmm. thank God. But at the same time... You know, I was just done. Mm-hmm. And that night he walked up to me. I didn't see his face. Hence, I didn't know he was older than me. And he took me in his arms, asked me, could he dance? And I said, that's pretty presumptuous of you to take me in your arms. Then he starts slow dancing. <laughs> <laughs> and Ray started this thing. He said, uh. I said, uh. <laughs> I said, oh, my God. You know, but, but yeah. then I felt the uh. Mm-hmm. And, you know, hey, it's 22 t- 
22 years later, Damn. the only thing on that list, by the way, I didn't ask God for was an age difference. You couldn't have told me I was going to marry a man older than me. How? Um, well, what's, what is the age It difference? is 17 years. Ray says, okay. stop lying, but it's 17. Wow. Okay. My boo just turned 70. I'm very proud of oh, him. Oh, wow. That's well, a, listen, that's listen. A I have, I, he listen. looks fabulous. I'm not, but you know what I love about her? What I love about her is that you own, like, you just, you could just tell, like, you're authentic all the way through. You know what? You don't get on reality TV being yeah, a liar. Yeah. Some because people he, do. Well, you know, if they do, if mm. if you do, it's going to come out. Then own it. Maybe mm. you made a mistake. Shout but out to the my last season of Love My life is not <laughs> perfect. Um, I don't want anyone to think that. And I can't explain this journey without telling you the valleys. Mm-hmm. Mm. That makes a lot of well, sense. We want to talk more about this. What's coming up on this season and mm. what you think about some hot topics. So, okay, you live in D.C., okay, and it is, I mean, it's 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 ground central for, mm-hmm. you know, politics. Yes, it is. This election was insane. So, it was beyond that. Yeah. And I know that you're pro-Hillary because I was looking at your Twitter yes, page. Yes, I am. Um, so what, what was the overall atmosphere living in D.C.? honestly being black people Mm -hmm. but like the black elite but was there just describe for us what the atmosphere of living in dc during this whole election process and then with the end result with donald trump being voted into office the whole process at least the people that i uh am involved with Mm -hmm. uh, we just knew it was hillary Mm -hmm. we knew it was hillary all the way it Mm -hmm. was a common sense decision to Mm -hmm. make but then again we weren't just dealing with common sense issues Mm -hmm. people were going with their heart They were going with, you know, having uh, felt like, you know, disenfranchised, disenfranchised Mm -hmm. that, you know, no one cares about them. And and trust and believe these people came out and they voted. Mm -hmm. And I think that is the mistake that was made in this election. Mm -hmm. However, you know, the election came out as it did. Uh, We were in shock. Mm -hmm. I was not surprised. Mm -hmm. I always thought that uh, you weren't surprised. No. No, I thought he could win because I thought they were downplaying it too much. Mm-hmm. Um, he had an audience mm-hmm. and a powerful audience. And I feel that. You and, know, he, and he plugged right into the, the plugged, vein of how he these people went felt. to places that you all can't even <laughs> spell the names of. And those people came out. I live in Potomac. Mm-hmm. OK. Mm-hmm. And I saw people and I've been living in Potomac for 20 years. Mm-hmm. I saw people that I never thought were my neighbors. Mm-hmm. OK, this is, let's just keep it real. That was a yeah. powerful campaign he did. Yeah. Now. I was shocked. I was not surprised that he won. However, now he is our president. Mm -hmm. And this is where I am with this. I have a daughter in Mm -hmm. in college. The younger generation put him in office. Mm -hmm. Um, Now they have to make sure their voices are heard. I challenge them to stay active. As you wrote that pen mark down saying Trump, now have him hear your voice. Mm -hmm. Uh, Don't rest on your laurels. Mm -hmm. Hold him accountable. He says he cares about everyone. Mm-hmm. Let us hope and pray that that is true. We just mm-hmm. said the same thing at same the first thing. start of the show that, mm-hmm. you know, democracy is a process that you have to continue to participate Absolutely. in. Absolutely. It's you not vote over. And then you don't just go away. And, you know, we were talking about Colin Kaepernick, who took this big stand about uh, kneeling during the national anthem, but then right. he publicly said he didn't vote. Mm. What do you think about that? I think it was a personal decision for him. Uh, what, what people do as individuals it's on their shoulders. Uh, but I have a conscience mm-hmm. and I teach my children, you know, that it is not over. And I challenge the younger generation to understand that it is not over. And, you know, the the, to- the topic we're not touching on is race right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and this election is, you know, not about race. It is about those who have and those who have not. Mm-hmm. And and people, some people would like you to think it's just about race. Mm-hmm. It is not. It's bigger than that. It really is. Mm-hmm. It really is bigger than that. And and uh, you know the race issue is going to die down in a minute mm-hmm. because Trump is going to have to get in there and do his job. It's not going to disappear. Mm-hmm. It never has. Mm-hmm. It has always been there. But it will be in its proper proper place. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, you know who ahead. I could see you hanging out with? Who me? <laughs> oh, me? No. Yes. No. no. Adopt she, me. She's actually yes. one of the few people that I want to be friends with yeah. that come on our Aww. show because we typically know the other people. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. You, anyway, Michelle Obama. I think she's one of the sharpest, smartest individuals. And she can dress. And she can dress her ass off. I love her. <laughs> Auntie Sorry, Michelle. First lady. Um, I love her. Oh, yeah. Uh, something to be proud of. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm very proud of the Obamas and what they did uh, mm-hmm. in the eight years that they were in the office. I couldn't be prouder. I hope to say in four years that I'm proud of Trump because Trump 
has to rise to the occasion. Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't have a choice. Yeah. You are the president, the most powerful man of the free world. I expect a lot of Trump. Yeah. He still just doesn't yeah. say that was, And right. that was what I was saying. I expect on, a lot from him. Yeah. And I believe that he expects a lot from himself. Mm-hmm. Okay? He Let's has, hope. He, he only has the position right now to prove a lot of people wrong. Let's hope. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's I, hope. I was saying yesterday, you know, the whole <clears throat> you know, cliched saying, with great power comes great responsibility. At the end of the day, all we can do is pray and hope that he becomes a better man as a result of the great responsibility that has been bestowed upon him. So, I mean, when it comes to, I mean, you said you have a 29-year-old son. I do. So a lot of my friends who have young black children, young black boys, literally couldn't bring get themselves out of bed last night or yesterday. It's frightening. Yeah. It's, it's very frightening. My son has been pulled over because he, he likes those muscle cars mm. for driving too slow. Yeah. Okay. Because he's black. Well, let me yeah. say, well, well, here's the thing. I, no. I know that, as you were just saying, in terms of like staying involved with the process, part of, I think, where us as African-Americans and people of color, we could really rise up is not only just to participate in the process, process, but become educated on the process itself, Absolutely. our role. So you have a book coming out on etiquette. And how, <laughs> Everyone's right? asking for it. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm in the process. Well, no, because I think, you know, we all have self-improvement to do too. Mm-hmm. We all do. Even those with, I mean, I have a little bit of etiquette. You got more than yeah, me. Yeah, like Miss Ford today told me I need to straighten up my damn posture. So now that's why I'm up here You're with the book. Up. The book. <laughs> yeah, okay, the okay book I'm with back. you. Shoulders oh, back. It's noticeable too, by the way. <laughs> so tell us about the book and what's it called and what will people get from you it? You know what? I... I'm throwing titles around. We were in the Skeletal Phases Foundation. But, you know, proper etiquette when, question mark. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's something that's been sticking in my mind. I'm just throwing that out there in case anyone else out there listening to me tries to steal my title. Don't. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, yeah, I, I think it's really important to understand how to conduct yourself, you know, properly when in every situation. Mm-hmm. I don't profess to be the expert at it. I just know what is right is right and what is wrong is wrong. And, and that's called common sense. Do, mm-hmm. do you give the when to and when not to read part of etiquette? Like That's when it, a proper etiquette question mark. When? <laughs> you know, like I said, a girl's got to pop off when she got to pop off. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to stand there and let you disrespect me, you know, and I'm oh. It's absolutely unnecessary for you to do that. I'll be yeah. like, hell to the no. You better back up off of me and get yourself together. Yeah. Now, my mother has a moment when I use the H word, so I try and work on that. But every now and then, they make me lose it. You know, I can't help it. This is reality TV, and that's my reality. So this season, do you it. all go camping and do any more sleepovers? Because I could tell you, if Ooh. I was at the house... See, first of all, I have an issue spending the night at people's houses anyway. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, just a phobia, because my cousin used to pee on toilet paper and throw it at me when I was oh, sleeping. No. <laughs> I, I would be wounded and scarred from that. Too. Oh, then he put hot sauce on my eyes. It was really bad. Oh, so they tortured you, you poor thing. And now everybody has to pay for it. <laughs> you must. Okay, so when so because when you all did that sleepover, were those twin beds everybody had? Oh, I didn't have a twin, honey. I had a queen. <laughs> she said, "I wish she." I wish no, no, I, did we, you not? That no, Miss Karen had a queen. I wish I would uh, see. You there's definitely a road trip involved here because oh, she posted I, a picture of herself at the you know end of it, and mm. she just. <laughs> look like I just can't with these I mofos just I, just I just can't, can't. So I, I, yeah there's always a road trip isn't it yeah there has to be oh mm-hmm. maybe not a road maybe a plane trip maybe, maybe. a boat trip you know we have to stay tuned you have to stay tuned please stay tuned okay well listen anytime you're in LA you have to come by because please. and we've never said that to anybody because uh, I wish we had more time with you because you're just fucking hilarious yes <laughs> And thank you so much. When is the next season um, supposed to start? You know what? I'm going to say early 2017. Stay tuned. We are on our way back to you guys. And thank you for your love and support. We really appreciate it. And and I'm sorry to the girl that I said was the broke girl. We've all been broke before. It's it's, it's, yeah. You you climb. You climb and you you build those purses. When you broke on TV, you better grow some wings and fly real quick. (laughs) It's a great platform. You can turn it into dinero. Let's see how she does. Bravo invests in their talent, right? Absolutely. They invest. You are an investment. I will put some. I will buy some stock into you. Thank you so much. And I'll I'll, I'll hold you to that. Thank you. (laughs) And can I just say you have good teeth? Beautiful. And I want to thank Raymond for that. God, I need to get my teeth. I need to. 
Jason, like, I need to get me a Raymond. No, you know what? no, actually, actually, yeah. actually, I bought Thank my, you. I bought one of my boys some uh, shoes in my trunk. But anyway, we're not talking about it. We're talking about Karen. <laughs> oh, it's all good. So okay. Can't, can't, oh, no, I was going to say, Karen, thank you so much for coming by. Thank you guys thank for having you. me. I yeah. really appreciate it. This was a hoot. Oh, we have fun. Yeah, no, we have a lot and of fun on this show. This was a hoot. We yeah. should tell, we should, Floyd Mayweather is a sponsor of our show. We should tell Floyd we need a sponsor trip to Potomac. Just yeah. Tell so Floyd, I said hello. Oh, and please come and visit us. Okay. Especially the new digs. Come and visit me. The new Absolutely. what? The new digs. Oh, the new house. Did you, did you, you sold your house and bought a new one? You know what? We got lucky. Okay. Yeah. It's hard selling your house. In this market. Mm-hmm. It's a buyer's market. Mm-hmm. I don't want to give my house up. Stay tuned. That's all I can say. For those of you listening on the radio, you can't see these big ass earrings in her area there. <laughs> yes. No, she looks like money. Money. Yeah. Money Beautiful. on a lot okay, of Okay, this it. is the interview that doesn't want to stop, but yeah. we got to go. <laughs> so gotta go. Thank you so much thank for, for Karen. Thank you, guys. Okay, thank Bye. You. Bye. Bye. Bye.